0: Hello, and welcome to the History's Mysteries podcast, where we talk about some of the most mysterious cases in history. Um, I'm here today with my good friend, Lindsay LaRoche. Welcome. Hello. Hello. I am Lindsay LaRoche. That is my name. Hi. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, So today, we are going to be talking about the mysterious death of Princess Diana. So, I don't know if you know a whole lot about that. I know
1: bits and pieces. I've seen my YouTube videos about it.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, So, before we get right into it, I just wanted to say a quick disclaimer that there will be mentions of suicide, eating disorders, and death in this episode. So, if you're uncomfortable with that, you can go ahead and click off. Um, So, yeah, I just want to get started with a little bit of background so diana Frances spencer was born in norfolk england on july 1st 1961 to her parents john and francis spencer so her father was a british nobleman and she was born into a prestigious family um so before she became you know the princess she was already in a wealthy um home. Um so after finishing school she moved into an apartment with some friends and worked as a kindergarten teacher, which I thought was super cool because I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, and she like didn't have to do that, you Before know? Or she wants to be she, she, right? Teacher. She's the sweetest. Just We love her. Anyway, um yeah, so um she met prince charles who is her husband who was her husband um because her sister sarah was actually dating him did you know that i think i did know that like very
1: not well yeah that was
0: in that was in my brain somewhere yeah i was when i was doing research i was like that's so awkward um anyway it's yeah it's kind of uh marriage i feel like is weird when it comes to being like in a royal family you know
1: Yeah, I think with the situation with Princess Diana, it kind of shaped how it is today because they're less intense about who you marry. Like, they still care, and they're probably still very judgmental. But, like, it's, like, not as, like, he was in love... Spoiler alert. He's in love with another woman, and
0: he's forced to marry Princess Diana. Ooh, yeah, we're gonna get into that later. Yes. Okay, so, basically, yeah. Um, Sarah... Uh, Princess Diana's sister, was dating him. Um, at the time, Diana was 16 and Charles was 29. So that's a little bit rough. Um, but they didn't start dating until 1980, um, which was a while after Sarah and Charles broke up. So... Um, it was a while later so like i guess it's good that she she had some buffer space before she just took her sister's man you know yeah i yeah. anyway. 16 with him yeah. being almost I mean, 30 it was still like i don't i don't know exactly how long it was after so i think she was she was older when they actually got married but yes still that's a pretty big age gap um yeah. But anyway, um, so most of their relationship happened over the phone, and they only met in person 13 times before their engagement was announced. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm used to, like,
1: medieval royal couples when they only, like, like, didn't even meet each other before they got married. Right. But also just, like, 13 times is such a weird, like, less amount but it's still not yeah. just one. Like, I feel like it has to be super low or super high.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure if, like, the time she first met him counts or not in those 13 times, but so I I would assume it does. So, like, even, like, like like some of those times would have been when she was, like, with her sister and him when they were dating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it was the 80s. Yeah. It was the 80s. Like, that's crazy. Like, that wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. So... Anyway, um, but, yeah, so uh, their engagement was announced, and they were married in 1981. So that's a little bit of the background story um, with, you know, her growing up. Um, And so Diana was adored by the public and still is today, of course, um, because she was an advocate for so many causes, um, like the fight against HIV and leprosy. Um, she made sure to spend time with patients and hold their hands. She said, and I quote, It has always been my concern to touch people with leprosy, trying to show in a simple action that they are not reviled, nor are they are we repulsed. Which I think is really sweet of her. Yes. Um, so she reached out to children and visited hospitals. She regularly visited homeless shelters and led a campaign for worldwide ban on landmines. Um, so she, I mean, overall was amazing, you know, really wanting to help the people. And I think that's super cool. Um, but there was a lot of pressure on her, um, while she was adjusting to the royal lifestyle. Um, and she opened up to the public, um, about her struggle with bulimia, um, which I thought was interesting, um, because that's, I mean, that's really tough and you know, she was often isolated in the palace, and she felt lonely, and Charles also just made her feel self-conscious about her body, and I don't know the full extent of that, but I know that that was something that did happen in their relationship. He didn't even really seem to be in love with Diana at all. He was actually in love with his former girlfriend, like we mentioned before, and her name was Camilla Parker Bowles. Um, So, Diana found a personalized bracelet that Charles bought for Camilla, and it is alleged that this affair continued during their marriage. It so did. It had to. Yeah, it... That's so rough. I mean, imagine finding a bracelet, like, with another girl's, like, name on it or initials.
1: Yeah, and just, like, already going through everything because also the paparazzi like wasn't kind to diana no and so no. she was followed and she took upon this marriage to like change her life and for the better for other people because she had such a great platform and used her platform for yeah. well mm-hmm. but she had to make a big sacrifice like for her livelihood to be married to him and then he gets to run off and go have an affair with the woman and she doesn't have to do any of
0: that yeah, and, I mean, it also is complicated, too, because they had uh, two boys. Yeah. So, you know, I know she wanted to, you know, be there for them. She didn't want to just leave. She couldn't leave. Um, so that was a whole other, you know, piece to the complications that were happening. Yeah. But, um, so I could be wrong, but I think I remember reading something where, like, sh- like that bracelet that she found, she had, like, the same one. Oh. Like he got. I could be wrong, but like I feel like that happened, <laughs> which is so gross. So first one, of all, one stop shop. Yeah. So dumb. Girls. So stupid. Um, but yeah, that's so dumb. Um, and one one day, Diana actually confronted Camilla about the affair, and Camilla reportedly said, "Quote, you have everything you could have ever wanted." And she was referring to the beautiful palace she lived in, her children, and the title of princess. But Diana's response was, I just want my husband. So. Yeah. Yikes. It's not everything I ever wanted. That was like a girl boss moment of her, though. Yeah. Don't tell
1: me what I want.
0: Yeah. know what I want. Exactly. Love that. So. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. That would be so interesting, though, to just, like, I mean, like, the drama, like... Like, it's just such a classic, like, TV show kind of moment, you know? Yeah. Especially with, like, judgmental relatives and all that, too. Oh, yeah. the family. Oh, yeah. And the queen was something else, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But um, after that, Diana became really depressed. You know, she faced loneliness, heartbreak, depression, and bulimia. And she had to put on a brave face for the public. So then she started an affair with um, Captain James Hewitt, who was a British Cavalry officer. Um, and finally, Charles and Diana separated in 1992, and their official divorce was in 1996. So, yeah, I I don't know. That's just a lot.
1: And then came the revenge dress that will forever be iconic. What are you talking about? That's like this black mid or it's like a floor length dress that has a slit in it and it is like if you look up Diane's style before like when she was married to Charles mm-hmm. and after it is way better after oh and yeah and she like came in this like beautiful black dress and she looked very hot in it and had to like show up to some event and she walked out of that limo and it was like immediately after they got divorced
0: that's amazing yes. I love that she is she is so awesome um Yeah, so one year after the divorce, so in 1997, Diana and her new boyfriend at the time, um, Dodi Al-Fayed, I could be saying his name so wrong, so I'm sorry, I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, I looked up how to say it, but I I, I just can't remember. (laughs) So, um, yeah, Um, but they were vacationing in France. Um, So Al-Fayed was a... Egyptian film producer and the son of Mohammed Al-Fayed who was a billionaire. Um, so Diana met him when her husband Charles was playing against him in a polo match in um, 1986 which is so funny to me um, because she's like secretly cheering on for <laughs> the other guy probably. <laughs> um, but I thought that was funny. Um, so while they were vacationing in Paris um, They were leaving dinner from the Ritz, which was actually owned by um Fayed's father. Um, so the press was following them as usual. So they used the back's exit, but it didn't work, and the press still followed them. Um, and a security guard from the hotel known as Henry Paul um drove the vehicle and their bodyguard Trevor Reese Jones um rode in the front seat while the couple sat in the back of the car. So they were on their way to the Fayyad's family family's Paris estate, um, and just before crossing a bridge, Paul lost control of the vehicle um, while being chased by the paparazzi. Uh, he was driving at 70 miles per hour in a 30-mile-per-hour limit, and they crashed into, a, like, a big cement pillar. Um, unfortunately, Trevor... Uh, Reese Jones was the only one who was wearing his seatbelt. Um, Paul and Fayette were pronounced dead at the scene and Trevor Reese Jones was taken to the hospital. Um, so the weird part about this is that the paparazzi just kind of didn't really care and, like, didn't help them and just, like, kept taking pictures, which I think is just so crazy. Um, paparazzi is... That's a whole other thing. Like it's a whole other level of mentality. Yes, it is just so bizarre to me. Um, so luckily, Trevor Reese Jones survived, but Diana, but Diana's injuries were more severe. Um, she had a broken arm, a cut thigh, a concussion, and chest injuries. So the, dop- the doctors operated for two hours, but they could not get her heart to start properly. And she died um, in the morning on August 31st, 1997 at the young age of 36. So that was very sad. Um, and obviously the reason why we're here is because there are many theories about um, what really happened. So also to note in September 2nd, Um, Two and a half billion people watched her funeral. Like, a lot of people. Because she was adored and loved. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course. Yes. So there were... I mean, that just goes to show how many people really loved her. Um, And she was just fantastic. Um, And then rumors were swirling that... um, You know, this was all created... um, Or this was all, like, done. Like in different ways, like, in the different theories. So there was, um... They created something called Operation J. Paget, which um, was just created to investigate all of the different theories of what happened, and there were 17 theories that they examined. So there were a lot, but we're only going to go through, um, I think, four today. So, yeah, crazy. Um, so the first theory... Um, is that Henry Paul, who was the security guy and the driver? Um, the first, the first theory is that he was paid by security forces to purposefully crash the car. So the reasoning for that is they think is because he had lots of money in his bank account. He had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is pretty suspicious considering he was just a security guard. So um, some believe that he was working for um, a French or British security service. Um, He also had a blood alcohol level that was three times the legal amount, which is crazy to me because I don't know how he was driving. I have no clue how he was driving if he was that drunk. But um, some think that this was, you know, false and it was, you know, report to cover up. A murder that is a possibility um so some people also believe that this is false because um the security footage taken that night he was acting super normal and sober um so that doesn't make a lot of sense um so there isn't really a whole lot of evidence to support this theory that you know he was behind it um also that would be uh what's the word um. Uh. Self suicide, suicide mission, you know. Oh, like kamikaze. That, yeah, it'd yeah. be like that. So that would be really crazy. Um, I mean, he could have survived, but still, like that is a huge um, risk. So anyway, that's the first theory that we have. Um, so the second theory is that. It was the British Empire and they wanted her dead. So Diana was supposedly pregnant with Fayyad's baby. Um, she made comments of a big surprise coming up. Um, some believe that the British Empire couldn't stand to have an, an Egyptian stepfather to the heir of the throne, which is just awful. Um, So, but then, you know, she was deemed not pregnant in her post-mortem exam. So that was like a whole, I don't know where they got that from. Um, So that wasn't even real. But um, the royal family did not like that she was going against the norms of royalty and they were upset about the divorce. So many have speculated that they were the ones who were behind it and that they were involved. So that's like one of the main theories that most people um, talk about. Um, and then the third theory I have is that she was medically sabotaged. So, she was treated on the scene, which is a French policy when dealing with emergency medical situations. But in the UK, they are supposed to prioritize getting the victims to the hospital rather than just treating them at the scene. Um... So some argue that if she had been rushed to the hospital right away, she may have survived. But doctors say that the injuries were so severe that she couldn't have made it anyway. Um, So, yeah, that's another really crazy one, Um, which I don't I don't know. I don't think that one. That one
1: doesn't sound as plausible.
0: Yeah, it's kind of out there. My favorite one is that the Queen ordered it. Exactly, which goes along with the British Empire, you know. Yeah. And um, we can get into our opinions um, in a second. I just have one more theory. Um, And, or I guess, I don't know if this is, like, this is kind of just, like, a weird thing that happened that's kind of sketchy, is that she... Uh, Before her death, it is alleged that Princess Diana wrote a letter to her butler saying that Charles was planning a staged car accident where she would have severe head injuries. Um, And her butler didn't release this letter until 2003. So um, a quote from the letter is, um, I'm sitting here at my desk today in October, longing for someone to hug and encourage me, to keep me strong and to hold my head high. This particular phase in my life is the most dangerous. And then it's blank. I don't know why it's blank. They don't have it for whatever reason. It's um, blank is planning an accident in my car, brake failure and serious head injury to make the path clear for Charles to marry. So. I have no clue. Like, I don't. Did you know about that? I did not know about that at all. Um Which, yeah, I think that's so crazy. I have yeah. no idea how that was not noticed. Also, why would he bring it up in 2003? I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. Um, I don't know if it was because he didn't have it. Like, he didn't know where it was, if he lost it, or if he, like, was advised not to, like, yeah. by lawyers. Like, I'm not really sure. So, yeah, I... <sighs> I have researched this and I can't find if it if it's like been like verified that that actually like was a letter from her. It did her from what I understand like the handwriting looked like hers and you know it looks very real. So I don't know and I don't know why he would um I don't know why he would lie about it. Like I don't know why he would make it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, if they were having all these, like, theories being spewed out, and
1: now we have all these conspiracy theories, and they were investigating it, if I had, like, evidence, especially for someone like Princess Diana's death, I would speak up. But also, she's a part of the royal family, so sometimes maybe you just have to be quiet.
0: Right. I know. I'm confused, too, because I don't know why he waited, like we were saying earlier because i don't know he i mean i think it was like known that they were pretty close like in a friendly way um and i think that he was very supportive of her um but yeah i don't i don't know i don't know why he wouldn't have done anything either like at the moment yeah it's strange
1: Because what gets me is, like, I always see Princess Diana and, like, the tragic story of her death and everything, and it's so mysterious because it's crazy because it was caused by the paparazzi chasing them down, and, like, they were just so close that they ran off the road but he was going 70 miles per hour but like how fast were the paparazzi she's yeah. like a person like kind of in power mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah there could be like things going on with it and i don't know if like th- like a fake letter would bring him closure or bring him fame or like feed into some conspiracy theories mhm but it's strange but also i think i have a view of i am not a royal And I don't have lots of government secrets, like, near me. (laughs) And so I don't don't live in a place or a time where I would be like, I'm gonna send an assassin out. Yeah. But, that's not really my vibe. Exactly. Not my vibe to hire an assassin, to be Right, exactly. Same. I mean, same here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I guess, like, I just don't, I just keep thinking about the paparazzi and how close, like how it that was what caused them to run off the road not like a fluke accident like a lot of celebrities dying in car accidents where they're just like driving too fast and they got hit and they passed away but like i mean i guess that's what happened but it was just like under this veil of the paparazzi were following them and then a lot didn't happen because it wasn't until like the 2010s i think where they like made laws where the paparazzi couldn't, like, be as involved as they were. Right. And, because, like, of the Britney Spears thing and everything went on with her. So it's like, why was that not brought up sooner if Princess Diana died? Right. And it was because the paparazzi was chasing her. Yeah, I never really thought about it that way, but you're so right. That's so crazy. No one focuses on that. I was just like, oh, this is a problem we have to fix. Right. Because I did read a thing about... Is it Harry, the redhead prince? Her son? I thought it was... Or Henry, Harry... William? No. William is the blonde one, who's the heir, I think. Oh, okay. Wait, Meghan? I know Meghan it's Meghan and, Markle. And,
0: Meghan Markle and... um. Yeah, I actually... I think it's... I always
1: confuse his name. It's Harry. It's Harry. Harry. Okay. I, I have it right here. I yeah. had the core. Um, but, like... Harry with Meghan Markle and how much the paparazzi was getting into their lives, not even to the extent of his mom, but he like saw mm-hmm. that happen to his mom and he experienced his mom dying. Right. And so they live in America now. And I think like in interviews, he's talked about how like, I am not having the same thing happen to my wife. Like the, like they tear people down and like cause lives to be lost. Right. Right. And so he, like, didn't even want to play that he left the country, that he he left being a royal and the country he was at. But also they had different reasons for, like, not being a royal anymore.
0: Yeah. It is crazy how all of that went down, too, because I would have never expected that. I remember when that all happened, and it was, like, crazy. Like, people were like, wow, like, they're going to America. Like, it was a whole thing. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. I don't know how they didn't do anything about it. Like, before, Or not before, but, like, right after it happened. It didn't seem like you said earlier. Like, there wasn't much movement until, like, the 2010s. Yeah. So that's so crazy. And, like, it's hard with this case, too, because... There are a lot of things in my research. It's hard to know when, I mean, when it's a conspiracy theory in that kind of topic. I mean, you never know what's really true. Like you can find hard facts, but you have all this, like all these, you know, floating pieces around you and you're like, what is what, you know? Yeah, you're trying to connect the dots. So I'm also getting myself confused too about what's actually true and everything too. But, um, it's, it's crazy. It's just, all of it is so crazy and I don't. I don't know how it all led up to this but but what the facts that we know is that um the driver his blood alcohol was three times the limit the legal limit so according to the like medical examiner that's a fact and some think it's not true and that was just a lie but like according to him that's what we have and so, I mean, that had to play some sort of aspect in it. You know, if he was drunk, um, which is crazy. I have no idea how they wouldn't have known that he was, that he was drunk. Like, I don't know why they would have gotten into a car with him. Um, and, yeah, I don't know why he was going 70 and 30. I mean, I know the paparazzi was chasing them, but what does that really mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, where they, I guess they were in cars. They were like, I don't
1: know. Because there was, like, lots of scary things where, like, paparazzi would surround royals and then sometimes they try to shoot them. Well, not paparazzi, but people who didn't like the royals would yeah. shoot them. And, like, one guy, it was some royal, and I can't remember who it was, but they, like, got into the car and tried, I think it was um, Charles's sister. Okay. And they, like, got into the car and they were just like, you're coming with me. And she said, no, I'm not. And then just, like, shut the door and sat there. And then, like the police came in time or something or they drove away or something but he like they like shut out the car and then they're just like like you're coming with us to take her for ransom and she was just like no so there's been a ton of like bad car things i feel like they would have learned to be like yeah don't
0: do that yeah i don't know it's 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 so crazy because there are so many pieces of this case that you're like well You'd think they would have prepared for that, or you'd think, you know, all all yeah. the different precautions, they would take precautions, but it must have been such a whirlwind of a night with everything that was going on. I mean, I don't know what specifically was all happening, but, yeah, you know, they they had the plan to go out the back door, but, you know, they still were followed, and mm-hmm. so it's just crazy because I, I still don't understand how you know, all of it is even possible. Yeah. That he was drunk, I mean, he was speeding, they were being followed, it was just... Nobody had their seatbelt on, which I guess is, like, a thing. Yeah.
1: Don't People don't really care about seatbelts in the 90s. I guess that's probably true. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But also, even with, like, Charles was like, I'm assassinating Diana, or Diane, which I don't think he would do, because, like, she's still, like, the mother of his sons. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And, but, like, he... Like, just because she's dead doesn't mean that he'll get to marry the lady. He, like, got to marry her,
0: like, b- pretty recently. Like, they have not know, been married for that I know. I have the date. Long. I have the date right here. It was, um, in 2005. Yeah. So, it was a while later. I mean, it was a while later because...
1: Because they did not want... Like, he didn't marry her in the first place on purpose. Or not he didn't. But, like, he... That was, like, a thing that happened... And so even, like, with Diana being gone, or Diane being gone, it's like, you're not gonna, like, it still doesn't open the door for him yet. Which I guess it opened it more. Right. They're divorced, but the Church of England doesn't like divorce.
0: But they already divorced. Yeah, I mean, it already happened. Yeah. Because he got with her, with Camilla, um, I think seven years later. Yeah. After that. And they had been together since before yeah. she died. Like, since, since before they were married. Yeah, before they were even married. So, like, the 80s. Before they dated. Exactly. The 70s. That's they, crazy. They dated in 1980. Right. So, Man. they had been together for years. Yeah, well, I know that the queen didn't want, didn't like Camilla. Like, yeah. she didn't want her to be the princess. Yeah, which is why he had to marry Diana. Exactly. Exactly. But it's so dumb because then she ended up not liking Diana either. Yeah. Considering like, everything that happened. You know, even if she wasn't actually behind it. Yeah. Like, there were so many complications, you know? Yeah, even his brother got divorced, too. And, like,
1: she's still alive. Um. But, like, they also had a very unhappy marriage and they divorced eventually, too. Mm-hmm. I think almost all of her kids have gotten divorced. And that's, like, that was, like, a big no-no in the Church of England, I guess, till recently. Right. Because even when it was, like... Mm, not a normal thing to be divorced but like more normal like less normal than it is today but more normal than it was like they were still very like mad about divorces mm-hmm. yeah and so i and they're the heads of the church of england i don't know if that's still the case i think it is
0: yeah i think the so. like ceremonial part I yeah i mean there's so much history there so probably yeah yeah but it's it's crazy yeah, so what what conspiracy would you go with?
1: Probably that either the queen ordered it or something like that. Because I heard mm-hmm. a series about that and, like, she already had such a reputation that fell apart. And Diana just, like, decided not to care and would just, like, push forward and, like, mm-hmm. do what she wanted. Yeah. And so, like... They could not shut her up anymore, and she refused to, and was, like, such a good mom and everything, but, like, Mm -hmm. the queen just couldn't have her, like, reputation. Like, the royal family could not bear another, like, bad, like, bad apple. Yeah. Because they had so many. Still do.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, for me, I definitely, I really think that, um, like, the, um the British Empire was behind it in some way. Like, I don't know if it was directly the Queen, but, I mean, that's definitely possible. But, like, there was so much clashing, you know, happening and so much tension, and it was just such a mess, you know? I'm just trying to put my brain in the space of, like, a secret
1: government agent and, like, living in a time where I have to make decisions on life or death and kill people like I'm in a spy movie. Right?
0: I, it's crazy though like I don't know how anyone
1: could ever do that yeah I could never be in charge of that and I don't think that the queen is like a murderer like I'm not saying that but I'm right. also just like like I don't have any issues with the queen you know we don't have talked personally right but no like, beef yeah no No beef with queen Elizabeth <laughs> yeah don't worry guys but like it's just I don't know like I just feel like that's the most plausible
0: one yeah cause everything else kind of is weird Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, with everything going on and all of the tension, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they would want her dead.
1: Yeah. But then also, she's, like, the mother to, like, her grandkids and, like, the mother to his kids, so it's, like... That's also a line that... And she was a great mother.
0: She was, yeah. Nobody,
1: even if you hated her, could not say that she was a bad mother or, like, didn't value her kids. She really did, yeah. So if also, if there's a care there and there's a familial connection, which also, like, the familial ties are strained a lot for the royal family, as Mm -hmm. families are, but I don't know, like, if their personal relationship was, like, as invested or weird or, like... There was still, like, a level of respect because she was a good mom. Right. And, like, they just
0: didn't care. Yeah, I don't know. It's so hard because, I mean, you're right. I also didn't think about that aspect because she, I mean, why would she want to, I mean, she she has to care about her grandkids. Yeah. Like, how how could she have wanted that? Yeah. Or the Empire in general. I mean, it's, it's so crazy that... think about the fact that they did that if they did do it that it would be in spite of all of that yeah and i just
1: don't know if she's because she's definitely not like a mushy gushy person Mm, like mm -mm. um one guy i watched and he was british and he was just like well do you think like the royal family is bad or like is like do you does britain even need that anymore and he was just like i'm not anti-royal like i think there should be like someone at the head who knows the information." and can process it as a human and then give it back to us as a human and for ways for us to understand. Right. But the queen does not do that. She lived through World War II. Yeah. So she doesn't serve that. And so it's weird because she's just not an emotional person. And I realized that because I watched a video that she made during COVID and, like, the pandemic hit. And I was just like, what does the queen have to say to her country that I don't live in? Yeah. And she, and it was just, like, a very, just, like, this is a pandemic. I am telling you facts. And yeah. it's, like, you could tell someone wrote something for her to, like, be, emo- like, full of emotion,
0: but she mm. just hasn't been. She was just so old. Yeah, she's 96. Yeah. She's still kicking, but she's old. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry her, not to offend you,
1: Queen. Yeah, anyway. sorry, Queen. But you do know that you're... Well, I mean, she's the longest reigning monarch ever. Yeah. She, she beat out Victoria. Yeah. She... Yeah. So she has to know she's old. That's, like, her thing That's in her brand now. at this point. It's her brand that she's old. Yeah. yeah. She, like, stopped... But also she's aware that she it will die soon because she... Her corgis... She stopped getting new corgis or breeding them. Because she knew, like, she didn't want to leave them behind. Aww. But then, when her husband died recently, rest in peace, Philip. Um, they, like, one of her granddaughters bought her a corgi and gave it to her, Aww, like that's a corgi a puppy, yeah. because he
0: passed away. I love corgis. They're so yeah. cute and fluffy butts. <laughs> True. I love those fluffy corgi butts. Yeah, they're so sweet. Yeah. Well, anyway. It is just crazy. There's just so much going
1: on in the royal family, and I love to learn about medieval history because it just mm. feels so distant yeah. and far. And like marriages formed alliances of countries. Yeah, and, I like, know it's so crazy. Personal decisions were affected wars and mm-hmm. tons of people's lives, and that just feels so distant. But now that the royal family like exists and like still has drama today, and still like has decisions to make it's like i don't i don't know what what this
0: is yeah yeah it is really crazy um so i don't know i guess we'll never truly know we'll never truly know you know man it's crazy anyway well Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No I'd problem. Love to have you here. Um, and that is gonna wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And this is Histories and Mysteries with Kaylin Malone. Histories, mysteries.